welcome to another episode, episode five of the Just Vibing Podcast. My name is AJ, and we got Antonio. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. Donna, how you doing? Great. What? I said I'm great. Oh, okay, okay. Zach, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. That's good. Dante, how you doing? What? Oh, okay. All right, that's good, man. So, you know, Friday, y'all got any plan for the weekend? Nope. True. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I might go out to lunch or something. That's about it. Okay, cool, cool. Going to the, um, there's like a, the Charleston Food Truck Festival. Going to that tomorrow. Mm, Should be nice. Yeah. I think I'm going to hit the pool this weekend. If it's nice. You know, this wet or something else. It's going to be hot. It's about about to hit the Hey, as long as I'm in the water, that's fine. All right. So, what we want to start with? Hmm. Let's start with let's start with Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown, basketball player. You know, he he um he a wildin' on uh, Matt Barnes. Sorry, my dog just <laughs> He hungry. Matt Barnes and um, Steven Jackson. So he went off on them because they were talking about him on, on their podcast. It just was all smoke podcast, right? All the smoke. All, all the smoke. Yeah. All, all the smoke podcast. So they were talking crazy. So Kwame Brown, he responded back, man. He was, he was going at it. Zach, how you feel about that? I mean, he been quiet for like twenty years, so I guess it was about time he said something. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it's all entertainment. Yeah, all the videos was hilarious. Even when he went on Stephen A. and other people, it was funny, man. He got he got his money though, so oh, yeah. everybody can laugh at that. Yeah, he got his money, so he paid. All right, Zach, what we got for um, homelessness? Hold on, though. There's something deeper with that. What? So, like, it made me think about it because Derek Rose, I don't know if y'all saw, that was going to be one of my subjects for today. Derek Rose posted this long message on his Instagram today. And he was talking about how people, you know, if y'all know after he got hurt, whenever he has a good game, they call him Vintage Rose. And he said pretty much like, imagine you worked extremely hard all your life to get your dream job. And then you put the work in once you got that job for 10 years. And anytime you have just one good day, people just say you look like your vintage self. And he was just talking about how like people don't don't really look at them as like the human beings sometimes. And in some of those Kwame videos, he kind of talked about how a lot of the main media people um are kind of like attacking the black man and how a lot of times they paint them as violent more so than 
than you know non-black athletes um and it, for the example it was like Charlemagne the god when he said you know bringing up Kwame's family past and stuff like that when it had no relation to the the thing whatsoever and trying to say that because his family members may have done some things that means he's also a violent person which just paints a narrative of him being violent and you know things like that mm-hmm. so I think uh one thing way to look at it even though all the videos were funny one way to also look at it from a serious point of view is just you know because I think Zach's one of his things is black culture and the impact it makes in sports and things like that I think it's just important that whether you're a, a white or a black or whatever, a media person with a, a big platform, you just got to be careful what you say. And you got to make sure that you're doing your best to be as unbiased as possible um, with the, or trying not to paint a certain narrative for people. That's one, that's one big thing they taught me in school with journalism. Just got to be as far in the middle as possible. You got to be extremely careful with the language that you use. Because now you're going to have people think that, you know, whether it's Kwame Brown, Derrick Rose, whatever, you're going to paint them as, you know, Derrick Rose used to be this great player. Now he's he's trash, which is not true. Kwame Brown, because his family did some violent things, that means he's violent, which is not true. So I just, before we move on, I just wanted to make sure we touch on that type of point too, just get a little deeper with it. Because okay. um, I think there's a big thing there with media, big time media and the narratives that they put out there. Because a lot of times too, you got to know that these sports uh, channels, they have partnerships with these leagues and a lot of times that paints the narrative that these guys talk about on their shows. Right. Which is why you see, I think LeBron created like um, uninterrupted and things like that, the shop that way the athletes can have their own voice to get out there and not just have these people that don't even know them paint their own narratives for them. Yeah. Well said. Also, I want to get into the fact that um, the whole violence thing, I definitely is something I've become aware of as I, you know, grew up watching sports, especially with, like, the whole Odell situation, like, how every time he did anything, it was always antics and stuff like that, all these antics that Odell is doing in the field, but, oh, the goal post thing, but, like, let Tom Brady get mad, all of a sudden, this, he's passionate, he's curious about the game, but Odell is, he's a distraction, and that's one of the things I commonly saw, and I just felt like it was just one of those things that got pushed on, like, athletes, especially, like, receiver-wise and stuff like that like Terrell Owens and stuff like that. Also, another thing I probably want to get into, like the whole, you know, sport analyst thing is like, what's your opinion on like them talking about sports? Like, you know, how do you think if you haven't like, you know, achieved the level of like, you know, like NFL, NBA, such as other, like, do you have the right to talk about sports? Like if you maybe haven't achieved anything in yourself. Yeah, I think you do. Um, but it, it's, it goes back to what I was saying on when you work for those big time companies, they have their own narratives that they want out there. Because like I said, you have a partnership with the NFL. How often do they have a, a story ESPN where it talks negative on the NFL as a league? I remember the whole concussion thing happened. They hardly talked about it. They might've had a story or two here or there. Um, and so I feel like it's, it's okay for some people that didn't exactly reach the pros to make it. Um, but it's just the national media, I feel is so like entertainment based and less actual, like storytelling journalism based. Now there are some who aren't like that, but like the main people that everybody knows, like Skip Bayless, Stephen A, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, Colin Coward, like they're, they're just based on hot takes. 
Like that's what they are because they're just trying to produce clicks, produce views and things like that. So I don't really count them to be honest as like sports journalists as of today. They might've started that way, but right now they're not. Okay. So that definitely was one of the things I wondered because you know, commonly it's like, oh, your opinion doesn't matter. You didn't do nothing in this sport. You didn't play college basketball or you didn't do this or you didn't do that. So how can you talk about it if you don't have like, you haven't reached the peaks? Right. No, and I understand what people say that, but I also feel like if you look at um, a lot of coaches, there are coaches yeah. in the NBA who aren't, who didn't play. Now, some did, but some didn't. Some didn't play in the league. Some may have made it to college and that was it. I mean, like Greg, I think, did Greg Popovich play in the league? I mean, it might have been a long uh, time ago, so I don't know. I don't think so. Not to my knowledge. I don't think. Uh, going with my team, Eric Spolstra, I don't think he played in the league. He played in college, but uh, Brad Stevens, he didn't play in the league. I mean, those are, and those are pretty solid coaches in the league. Um, and Greg Popovich won the best. So, yeah, I feel like it's the same thing where you might not have had the physical abilities to make it to the top of the top, but that doesn't mean you can't speak on it, don't have the knowledge of it. But like I said, it depends on who we're talking about because some of them got to the point where it's it's less about the actual sport, less about the actual storytelling, and more just yeah. about producing, you know, revenue and clicks and all that. So yeah, yeah, because for me, I definitely feel like you know you don't have to make it to the league to play, um, you know, like teach coaching and stuff like that. Because I feel like once you when you like most of like the greater guys. Yeah, they're like the top 5% that actually, you know, took the time to learn skill. But like, it's like this middle ground where it's like, most of the time, you was gifted. You was blessed in terms of, like, athleticism and stuff like that. So you maybe didn't have to work on your skill as much. And a lot of these guys that are our coaches probably wasn't gifted in terms of, like, athleticism. So they had to perfect themselves in terms of skill to really, like, reach even somewhat of a standard that a lot of these other guys have. That's why guys like, you know, Michael Jordan aren't great coaches because when you're just that gifted – it's a disconnect. Like you don't have to do as much as this, like another guy, like let's say like Cody Zeller or something like that. Yeah. And a lot of times I think those guys can't be coached just because of their personalities, like a yeah. Michael Jordan and a Kobe, you know how they were like super tough on people. Yeah. And like, as a coach, you got to know how to like manage different personalities and you can't just be the one way with this one guy, like you are with this other guy. So you got to really I mean, like, read the situation. Yeah. Cause like, look at Steve Nash. I feel like he's done a really good job this year with the Nets. He's a Hall of Famer, but his personality is just different, you know. Yeah, same thing with Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, that was a good point, though, because I know that's a big thing people talk about, but I feel like people don't realize how small of a percentage it is of the people who make it to the NBA and the NFL and all those other leagues. So not everybody's going to be from the league. All right. Well, no. Um African-Americans impact on sports and culture. Um, Zach, where you want to go with this? So, yeah, um, I thought about that topic when I was just looking at the internet on IG and I saw the there was the recent track races that were going on for qualifying to get to the Olympics. And they were also showing the old races between Bolt, Usain Bolt, and the USA track athletes for America. And I was just thinking – with everything going on in the world right now, social justice and other sports such as NBA and NFL, do you think it would be a greater impact if they kind of brought that same energy towards, let's just say, the Olympics? Or would that like convey a bigger message since that's like on an international scale? Well, let me say this. Well, they, it will be. 
they do it, but Olympics, they already told them they can't do no Black Lives Matter thing, nothing, any type of thing at the Olympics. So if all of them protest or don't go, then I think that'll be huge. Yeah, I think so. Because I was just thinking that like for years now, our culture is entertainment, innovative, and just important to society. So yeah. imagine if we took all that away, what would the world be like? Mm, boring. Dry and stale and gray. <laughs> you know, I feel so weird about the Black Lives Matter movement in sports, though. Because sometimes I wonder how much of it is real. Yeah. How much of it is, this is just a popular thing to do. We don't want to lose business, so let's just do it. Like, for example, you remember, if y'all remember the season, I don't remember, it was a year or two ago in the NFL, when all the teams kneeled, it literally some of those same owners that kneeled previously said to their players, y'all don't kneel or kind of or else. Yeah, that was um. Was like Jerry Dallas Jones. did it. Yeah, I was like, didn't <laughs> Dallas do that? And I think yeah. the Houston Texans owner was uh, against that. And then all of a sudden they all just kneel. So for me, it's yeah. like I'm with you, Zach. If or in, and what AJ was saying, if they just straight up didn't show up, to me that would be a bigger like message compared to if the Olympics did allow them to sit there and do Black Lives Matter. Because how that's the question that a lot of people have in their minds is how much of it is real how much of it is a show, and after that, what's next? And I feel like when you affect their money, it's really in, uh, impacts them more than just sitting there for, a, you know, the national anthem and going on a knee. Right. To me, Colin Kaepernick started with that, but now it's like, where do we go from there? We got to do more than Neil, and that's why I got to shout out LeBron. He did the, what, it was like the voting, voting thing. Yeah. I forgot what it was called. Like actually putting action into it, that's the next step. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like when some of the NBA teams, you know, whenever like a, you know, black person got shot, well, they canceled the game. They said we're not playing. I thought that was big. You know, it doesn't matter what they do. Like, you know, the NFL, they don't really. You know, they say stop rate. What they say, stop racism or something on their field. Yeah, in racism. But, yeah. Yeah, in racism. But it's like, it's just a transcendent thing, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. But, I mean, it's really not just sports, it's everywhere. Like, if you want to talk about musically wise, they take things from the black culture and get rich off of it. Oh, yeah. I know this is kind of old, but like, I just thought about that girl who made that dance to the K Camp song. Yeah. That went, mm-hmm. that, that went crazy. And them white girls come in, Off take beat. it, and now they're millionaires. They're in movies, commercial, no music products. They they gave her her credit, though. Yeah. After they, the fact. Yeah, but even then, like, just the way their careers panned out after the fact, like, you know, these girls are doing, like, but, but stuff like that. They've been TikTok famous before that. Not not on that scale though, to whereas they're going to all star games. They had like blown out. Yeah, but even like that, they had like three million. (laughs) 
one mil, two mil. But even it's still shot. Like one of the girls have one hundred mil now. Other one has like eighty something mil. Like just skyrocketed. Get rid of like where's the other girl that actually created the dance? Like what happened to her? Yeah, I was about to bring that up, Dante. Okay, so all that being said, yeah, they're that. But who did they get that dance from? They got it from her. So exactly. So I'm not on TikTok like that. So I got questions. So was the girl who created the dance? Was she popular, like, on TikTok? Just a regular girl. She she had had a decent enough following, though. It wasn't, like, in the millions, but, like, at least had her following, like, a small enough. Okay. So then the the other girls who took it from her, they were already popular before. Yeah, they had a following. Okay. It's just, like, everybody started doing the dance, and there's the one who pop off to the media. Yeah, because I was just trying to figure out if is it as much of a – race thing in this in that regard or is it more of a they were already popular more popular than her and then they did the challenge and they because i don't know i didn't watch any of this so that's all i'm asking i'm not um, really who is that i'm not gonna say it's a race thing it's just another case of how should i word is like still in the idea and movement of the black culture for your own personal gain because really, it could have been any other race, but right. it's been done since the dawn of time. I mean, how many black innovators have we had throughout the history for electricity, peanut butter? But yet, in school, we're taught no, the white man made this, he made that. So it's yeah. like, when will credit be given on a worldwide scale? And you know what? The oh, my bad. No, go ahead, Tony. I was going to say the issue is teachers of today, I feel like, aren't challenging the people in charge of them because the, all the teachers do is follow what the curriculum is in their state. If the curriculum in their state says, teach them that this white person created peanut butter, then they're going to teach them that this white person created peanut butter. But I remember I did teacher. have a teacher. What? That's the curriculum. It's a bigger issue. But that's what I'm saying, though. They're not, they're not challenging the curriculum, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because I know okay. it's not their fault. They're following the curriculum. But I'm just saying they're not presenting the challenge of, but why aren't we teaching this? And I think mm-hmm. it's getting I think it's getting better because I think there are some states that are enforcing a Black history um, curriculum now. And But I'm just saying, like, that's the thing um, that I think they need to do is if you're if they're passionate about teaching more things like that, then it starts there and then keep moving its way up. Plus, I mean, it could be the students too if they're passionate enough about that. The parents, I mean, I think part of it too is like now, you know how when people grow up, they talk about at what age were you when you had an African American teacher? Mm-hmm. Now, like more people that I know are becoming teachers people who we grew up with are becoming teachers. So now it's, we're seeing more people who look like us teaching children now. So that's what, I feel like that's what's making it better too. Yeah. And I was, I was very fortunate. I had a black teacher in kindergarten. Like I, I was lucky. Yeah. For me, then, I, okay. you, go ahead. you go ahead. I was just going to say, and then first grade, cause AJ, you remember we had Miss Bell. Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to get him early on that. I didn't really notice that until like I got a little older. But go ahead, Dante. Yeah, same. Like, you know, being from Orangeburg, it was literally just like, honestly, I probably say it's the opposite for me. 
like mainly I had nothing but black teachers. Like I'd probably say I've had maybe four, five white teachers total in my entire high school career, high school, elementary and middle school. So it was definitely like somewhat of a disconnect in terms of that. Especially like with the whole like, you know, I went to a predominantly black school. There was never more than like maybe five or six white kids in my class. So so how was it for you when you went to um, Coastal? Was that weird for you? I mean, in a sense, yes, because, you know, that's pretty much all I know. And like, it's, it's really why I've been around my entire life. You could tell by the, like who I gravitated to in terms of friends, like AJ, Zach, who are also like black kids who also from like same like area from me like being like an hour away and stuff. So it definitely decided like based off of who I hung out with like my entire college career. But yeah, it's definitely like gravitate more to black people from that state of mind. Cause I definitely had white people that I knew when I, I was cool with such as sports and stuff like that, but it's just so uncommon for you to really come across them. Like realistic is maybe like four, five in each grade that I went from like Orangeburg. That's like, it's somewhat like a second creation, honestly. And if you really look at it, like the way like Orange Bird said, like it's, I know, like I don't really know if it's like entirely segregation, but like, I know for a fact, like there's like a low number of white people in Orange Bird. And like just the way it's set up, like it's Orange Bird and OW that has like majority black kids. And then like there's Orange Bird that has like pretty much majority all white people go there. And it's so weird. Um, for me, I used to, well, I was in like all the honors and classes and stuff. So yeah. like a lot of the times I was one of the only black people in the class for the most part. Um, why are you making that face? In middle school and stuff, I was one of the few black kids. <laughs> um, and so, especially black males. So for me, I used to want to be in CP classes so I could be around more black people. Because other than basketball practice, I wasn't really... <laughs> around a lot of them it would just be a few of us um and so i think going to college even though it was a predominantly white school i used that as an opportunity to to be around more black people to learn more about black culture that they didn't necessarily teach when we were younger because that's why i chose my minor as african-american studies because i started doing my own research and i saw that there were people that i have never even heard of that made a huge impact in America and that I just wanted to learn more about that because I think they deserve to be to be you know taught about and learned and, and remembered because if you think about it that way you wait long enough those people in history just disappear right and shout and then, out oh sorry right. I was gonna say and then all that people know are the same you know this white guy created peanut butter or whatever they won't know, you know, what actually happened. Hey, hold on. Somebody told you how white people made peanut butter. I'm just using an example, Zach. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I was just using that, you know. I'm about to say that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, we, I was say we should all know who it really was. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the Proud Family movie. <laughs> but uh, speaking of that, speaking of Proud Family and um, other media outlets I think it's good every now and then that we do see more films being made to tell the actual truth of how it was in history like personally I never knew that or how much of importance the black women had for the NASA missions back in the day until I saw Hidden Figures and that was a great movie yeah so that was so yeah like if I don't see that I would have never known no one could have ever told me about that. 
Cause I'm in back in what? Let's say let's say high school. We didn't learn about the engineers who made the spacecraft. We just learned about the astronauts who went up there. When really they ain't really all they had to do push a button, whatever. They ain't, you know, design or whatever and all that. But you know. And then I think a lot of that is also like the thing of people only care about the people who are front and center. Oh yeah. So like there's so many and I feel like I I mean, I feel like a lot of times, especially back then, the people who were behind the scenes doing all the the hard work were people that, you know, look like us or you know, Hispanics, Asians, you know, we were the ones, and there's white people too. I don't want people to think we're saying there's not white people too that are doing that. Yeah. But a lot of times back then, the people who were front and center were, you know, going to be white people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that speaks on what Zach was saying. It's nice to have more movies out there like that who are now putting those behind the scenes people front and center and giving them time to shine. Yeah. And it's like they really, um, they really um slow down on slavery movies. Yeah, that's that's what that price I I dislike because I feel like I'm happy to see black people get representation, but then again, I hate that we're just like simplified to just being slaves and stuff like that in terms of like our movies and representation. Not really rather have us have like a regular movie. Like why can't we just do goddamn a movie like Jackass or a movie like um what's it called Project X? Like why do we have to be in these mo- type of movies? I'll do that. That'll be lit. Yeah, like we could have been super bad. It didn't have to be two white guys, could have been two black guys. Yeah. Y'all feel like so let me ask y'all this. Oh, go ahead. Well, did y'all watch them? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't either. I can't watch it by myself. I feel like I'm gonna be traumatized. It's crazy. How was it, AJ? It was crazy. It was good. Show, do you feel like the only way? Crazy. Do y'all feel like the only way people make money is by like exploiting the black community? Like in regards to that, that's the only thing that's going to be popular is for people to see us in pain and in distress. And not just that, as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like on those real reality shows. Yeah, like the housewives stuff. Why do they always have to show black women? fighting each other, having an attitude. Money, 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 money. Yeah, I feel like there's plenty of other black women out there who's doing good in life. Because people don't think it's interesting. That's what's sad. Yeah, it's like you have to be this angry person all the time or just acting out of character. To them, that's what sells. Yeah, but you know. Like, that's why I kind of like appreciate the shows on Netflix like the Jamie Foxx new show and Mike Epps got a show on there cause you know some laugh at funny but you know and then they go through real situation whatever but Ty is seeing the same thing on TV sometimes click one channel see black women yelling at each other going fighting and stuff don't want to see that like and it's like it's going backwards in a sense because in the 90s you had family matters 
Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I mean, Martin, too, pretty much every black show. It yeah. wasn't that type of stuff that's going on now on TV when it came to our representation. A Different World is a, a great example. But I guess they just try to leave that stuff in the past. I just feel like it's it also represents how bad, and we kind of talked about this, I think, the last episode, how bad Hollywood is in general of just creativity. Like, we have, uh, you mentioned a different world. It's like um, that version of that now is uh, Grownish, if y'all ever watched that. Yeah. And it's just not the same. And it's like they, it's like the writing just isn't there for some reason. It's like when they try to make something that's not the the slave movie or whatever, the writing's not there. It's like they don't, and I think I don't know what it is. I don't because some of these projects is because you know white people probably wrote it. It's they didn't, yeah. They don't really understand the culture like you know completely. But then it sometimes is. you have black people who do it, but it's still something missing, and I it might be because of the studio they work for. Exactly. I was just about to say that it's the corporations controlling that pen saying you can write this, but only to a certain extent, or you just can't talk about that at all. Yeah. And that's why and, I appreciate um, that Spider-Man um, into the Spider-Verse. I thought they did a really good job of mixing Miles's um, black, but also his Hispanic culture. In that movie. Yeah. They, yeah, they did awesome with that. All right. Um, Let's get the serious stuff out of the way. Um, well, first, any more on that topic? Zach, weren't you going to say something? Oh, no. I, um, You pretty much hit it on a nail when you talk about the corporations controlling what they write. If it, if it is a Black person at the head of a show. So, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Um, T.I., that is sexual assault. He released a song, too. But I ain't hear it, man. But, yeah. Another one. How many is it up to now? I honestly don't know. Yeah, I'm not really paying attention to it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I ain't, re- I ain't hear much more about Deshaun Watson case, really. I heard that he might settle soon. Yeah, I heard that too. But I don't oh, know much. how accurate that is. No. It didn't really say. It was it was more like a a sports person just said, I'm hearing from sources that he might settle soon. And that was it. Yeah, me too. They don't know nothing. Yeah, so that, <laughs> you can't you can take that with a grain of salt, really. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um homelessness, Zach. Um, that was really just me driving around the city one day and I was just seeing homeless people like on every corner. And I just had a thought to myself, like, what is the government really doing about trying to control that situation? Because you pretty much see them wherever you are, no matter how big or small the state or city. And it's just sad, really. That's, I mean, I just had like a little moment. I don't know how y'all felt about it. I mean, they can't easily put up you know apartments for homeless people or yeah like there's a building or whatever like they can't easily do it but you know 
they say there's no money for healthcare and all that, but they can give weapons to other countries. Right. And it's even worse when you see the ones that have a sign that was like, yo, I was a veteran. So like just seeing that, like you tell me someone can fight for this country and when they come home, you can't do nothing for them. Yeah. You're literally just a um a pawn, I guess. I guess that's the word. Um because just hearing I've heard about some experiences um from military people who went over to um the Middle East and they saw something traumatic like their friend, you know, dying in front of them on the battlefield and nobody like nobody from the military consoled them, nobody gave them, I should say consoled them, but nobody gave them like the proper um counseling things like that um and so that's an even deeper issue there we're going to talk about the military and what they they really do for them when they come home i mean a lot of times it's hard for them to even get back into normal life oh yeah you saw the movie um american sniper yeah yeah bradley cooper great movie though yeah great movie but it was sad the boy that PTSD is bad for them. And I feel like nobody talks about that stuff. Like they, they're just like, oh yeah, they came home. Thank and you for it. thank you for your service. Yeah. But nobody thinks about the deeper levels of it until an yeah. Oscar winning movie comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so incredible. And I, I had to chuck it up to like the whole like, you know, man thing, as in we're not allowed to show our feelings. We're not supposed to really like, you know, be emotional and stuff like that. So a lot of these guys just kind of had to pin this stuff up and just keep on moving. And a lot of times you don't even know how to express yourself because it's like, this like a lot of stuff is really just fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But back to homelessness, I did have something to say about that. Um, I think in California, they built like a homeless place for them. I think, I think that was, I think I saw that. Yeah, I think so. But um, I think one of the issues is some of the homeless people actually want to be homeless for for whatever reason, right? What happened? I mean, I know because I heard like stories about how like how much money you can really make as a homeless person in LA, like for that purpose, like See, really, like that, that, go ahead though. That's yeah, but like, though. yeah, but like that, like people just really can just post up around certain areas, like mm-hmm. um, what's it called, Melrose and stuff like that, and just make bringing absolute bank and stuff, and then plus taxes and stuff. Like, you can avoid that by being homeless. Yeah, because. So. Um, when I was in LA, we saw the the Skid Row, where it was just nothing but like tents and I mean it was like a huge like piece of land with nothing but tents in it, and it was like right outside of downtown LA, uh, and everybody just knows it's there. Like you just don't you just don't know who's there because they actually want to be there and who's there because you know they hit hard times or whatever it may be. Yeah, same thing with Houston, like. Like you, I was driving up there with my homeboy and stuff, and like we riding through, and like you can like under like the bridge, you can just see tents just laid out, and it's like that. Man, I saw one of them driving a Dodge Challenger. One of the homeless people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In Charleston. I'm surprised some people would be homeless, like they be on their last level, they got that car, so just had the, there. had the nerve park his car, then go hop out and stand right there holding the sign. Like yeah, skirt drive around by. Come on, man. it's something. Look, 
they look at well, some I ain't gonna say they all, but some of them look at it as a loophole. That's a loophole. Be everything. Ain't gotta pay no taxes. And I guarantee you that's why some places, <laughs> some places are like not all of them now. Some of them just don't care, probably, but some of them probably are like. We don't want to mess with it because we might just end up giving one of those people who are trying to play the system like a free place to stay and all that. Just yeah. like the same thing, like the whole prison thing. Like some people go into prison because it's like free food, free living, and they just don't care that much to really try in life. Now that's just crazy there. Yeah. <laughs> some people are just crazy. As simple as that. I know. I don't think I'm going to prison on purpose. <laughs> For no place to stay. Free food, right free there. living. You don't gotta pay nothing. Like, yeah, but does. Nah, I'm not gonna say it. It's, it's like if you ain't got nothing going in your life, it's like, what's the point? I'd rather struggle in here than struggle outside. You said you would personally, or you? No, some people like that's they might say I'd rather struggle in here than struggle outside. Oh, I was about to say it's a different beast than that. <laughs> Some people they they've been in a different beast their entire life, so that's nothing to them. Okay, Vibe Records versus Radio Record, Dante Carey away. Uh, so me and AJ was having a discussion about the whole like songs and stuff like that, and like because Antonio obviously made a point that you know he doesn't he enjoys J Cole, he doesn't think J Cole is bad, but. He doesn't have that same desire to listen to J. Cole once he a mini list to him. And I'll probably say I took it up to like J. Cole being the artist he is where he makes good music, but like most of his music aren't like, you know, vibe type records, in my opinion, or radio records and such. So I was telling H.A., you know, my point of view of what is a vibe record slash radio record and stuff like that. And how like such artists such as Kendrick and J. Cole and them don't really like make music to cater to the radio. Most of the music are just them doing what they enjoy doing and then they might get played in the radio, but it's not like it doesn't have that repetitiveness or like that simpleness of most radio records to the point where you can just get replayed like four or five times. Um Kendrick Lamar versus Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar Rihanna loyalty. I said that that's why I made that point when we was talking about how that album, damn album is literally his only time he's really made an effort to like really make, you know, mainstream radio type of records. Like Outside of that, most of his records do not cater to that. It's just kind of him making music that he enjoys making. And you can tell within the sound that he uses, like, and the way he switches up his flow from, like, track to album and stuff like that. I feel like there's probably, like, six songs from um, Good Kid, Mad City that could be on the radio. Although it probably, what? It was really, like, only three. It was, like, Poetic Justice. Two um, on there. Poetic Justice was one for sure. Uh, Kill my see. vibe. Don't yeah. kill my vibe, and then um, pool for looking and drown in it. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like money trees could been played on the radio. Yeah, like I said just because you're a radio, just because you're a regular record, you're not a vibe record doesn't mean you can't be playing on the record. It is that you're probably gonna get like the same replays as a song like um track star, like which is kind of repetitive. It's kind of like catchy. You get kind of stuck, like you know. I guess like people just saying, and they they saying she's a runner, she's a track star. It's like it's become a meme and stuff like that, and that's more common within like vibe and like radio type. So, so it's a catchy record. 
yeah, most times vibe records are somewhat like catchy and stuff like that, or they have like a simple beat to the point where you can just listen to that beat as is, kind of like like hotel music. Go ahead, Dante. You got something to say? I agree with Dante. So a vibe record and a catchy record the same? Yes. Okay, no. Okay. I mean, since like vibe, catchy radio record. I feel like a vibe record and a radio record are definitely two completely different things. To be on the radio, like, I feel like they kind of really just, I won't say they just play anything, but they just play things into the ground. Yes. And I, that's kind of like what Dante's saying about it being a catchy record. Like, that's something, like, even when it comes to TikTok, like, in the TikTok dances, those are, like, the records that are just repetitive. But, like, to me, a vibe record is... A lot of songs that I vibe with, they don't even have a hook. So it's not it's not like the same thing. It's not something that's just catchy that these same five words are in my head. I agree. Okay, and to clarify with the whole vibe record thing, when I made that point, I wasn't I wasn't saying like I was saying as in a vibe type of beat to like there's certain beats that have like more characteristics from like most kitchen beats, they have layers to it. It's not like this simple type of beat and then most regular records have like somewhat of a vibe and beat like something simple something that you just like you can just listen to at any point in time it doesn't really feel like you need like the song itself to actually listen to it or like the words itself listen to it such as like a um, passion fruit which is like a very good beat it's a vibe beat you can listen to it as is sure Drake adds on to it but most of the time the artist itself doesn't need to add on to the beat it's, it's just kind of like trying not to actually fuck up the beat that you was given I get it. I got what you're saying. It's so essentially you're... just like if you do like I don't know, like a boom, 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 and that, and but then you just add like a I don't know Drake onto that, and he doesn't change it at all, and it's just the same boom, boom, boom the whole time with the catchy little hook. That's yeah. that's what you mean, Dante. Yeah, when I think of like vibe type of like beats and like radio type of records. And you're saying that J. Cole only makes Bob. No, I'm he, saying he doesn't make he Bob. He said he don't. Make, like, he, he definitely can. Like, he's shown that with, like, the fact, like, he just takes his size to do a radio record. But for the most part, he doesn't cater to that type of music. He just does what he enjoys doing, the same way with Kendrick Lamar. Isn't Neighbors kind of, a, like, a vibe beat? Uh, it's kind of in that middle ground. Like I said, J. Cole does a really great thing of, like, staying in that middle ground where he's never really like goes like he definitely has in the past or like as of recently like, I probably said he's kind of floated in that where he can just kind of keep it somewhat as a it's like beat and it could be good but he doesn't like cater to like them entirely what about no role models or full clothes I, say, I, I, said, I, I probably said those good beats in my opinion but I wouldn't say those are vibe beats let me, let me do can this can you give me a song with vibe beat I'm like thinking said, it's more like a fruit, um, transporter to- Takashi Six Nine, take any of his music that's that were like radio hits or whatever, and then compare it to J Cole's music. It's completely two different worlds. Is that what you mean, Dante? I mean, to a certain extent, like yeah, like most of his beats, they are what they are. Like they're, you, they're simple. He just has a own, catchy hook think, to it. Yeah, he doesn't really add anything to it, but it's like J Cole is his his beats might be like he might have songs that have more they, of a catchy beat they're hard to it, and they're good and stuff like that. But he'll have really, sample like. R&B and put in some beats like Takashi and them ain't doing that. Yeah. Like the mumble, like the mumble rappers and stuff. That's what he's saying. 
Like my point saying, yeah, but I don't like that comparison. Like my point I made earlier when I said like, <laughs> okay, because why is Antonio always coming for J. Cole? What are you talking about? We're trying to explain what Dante's talking about. He's saying Jake, I'm saying J. Cole is more, way more talented than him. And so his beat is going to have more complexity it's not gonna, it's not gonna to be it simple, like, compared yeah. to their simplicity. And so he's saying on the radio, you're going to hear more of the simple beats. Not that J. Cole is never on the radio, but the songs that he's trying to make the difference is, is that the more simple simple beats with a catchy hook, no like complex lyrics in it whatsoever for the most part, compared to J. Cole, who's a way more talented artist than most of them. Yeah. He he's way more deep with his songs. Some of his songs are slower paced. Some of his songs have the like super complex beats. It's produced extremely well, but it's almost too well for the radio because the radio wants quick. Like we want to be able to do this quick. Because yeah. y'all, if y'all listen to the radio, it's like, you know, you listen to half of the song and then they're like okay and now we're gonna listen to blah 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 by this guy and then it goes to the next song like like it's they need quick hits like that while j cole he's telling a story with his songs there's not a lot of his songs where you can just put it on the radio like that that's what he's trying to say right most yeah a point i made earlier when i was telling aj about the whole situation is like you can have a, a beat can be good and not be like a vibe beat in my opinion such as like Meek mill uses a lot of good beats but most of his beats aren't simple most of these beats aren't i wouldn't be like are vibe beats like they're complex they're not something that you will listen to by itself multiple times like you can listen to it once and be like oh this beats hard but you're not going to just let that play in your background like be on the radio I, like i said i why, why keep trying to make this point like i know <laughs> i know like, we're not saying it can't be on the radio but the thing is what both of y'all keep saying is catchy there's a difference between a catchy record and the vibe record but see, like see he, he, messed, he messed up by using vibe yeah, you keep saying vibe records. I'm talking about a vibe beats. Like he he messed up by saying but okay, forget vibe. Take vibe out and replace it with catchy. Okay, we said okay, he said vibe beat, and then he said boom 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 boom. Yeah, I that's said, what I'm saying. He I messed up by saying vibe. Yeah, most time I mean vibe, I mean catchy, like a catchy beat. Yeah, he's talking about just a simple catchy beat. He he messed up by saying vibe because y'all thinking vibe in, in the in the other way. He was thinking, thinking of that as an sound vibing. itself, and I'm thinking like as just like a the way like the beat. Sounds like it's simple, it's catchy, it's something you can listen to as is. Like it's a vibe. That's why I was saying that versus like just being like, oh, this is a vibe beat. When you think of probably like a Ty Dolla Sign or Jamal Eco. What's that? Catchy or vibe? I say Ty Dolla Sign is definitely like a catchy person. Like he's definitely has shown that he's so y'all don't that, like Ty Dolla Sign. No, he's not. Do y'all like Ty Dolla Sign? Do you think we're saying we don't like these people because they're catchy? No, like I'm we're just, just saying that. I'm confused. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. Like Drake, Drake is a he makes catchy music. He definitely switches between that, but like he does make catchy like radio records at moments in time in his career. Same thing with Todd Ellis sound. Like most of the songs he's featured on are radio records, and then he has his albums where he goes and depth and does what he wants to do in terms of like music. They're not definitely... catchy songs though. And that last album he made, there was no song I say, that like, was played on the radio. Like I say he switches from like. Just, just because you don't make it to the radio doesn't mean you can't be a catchy song, though. Like, it's sometimes it's just more or less the way your format is used. But let's for, let, all right, real quick, let's forget about radio. Catchy versus vibe. Ty Donaldson is not catchy. He is a vibe. I said, this goes back to catchy beats. You, you, just because your lyrics aren't catchy don't mean your beat's not catchy. You can have a catchy beat or catchy lyrics. It's, or you can have both. I don't know catchy beats. Why can't I, I don't know? Like the oh, like man. the transporter song for um 
not not, not tunnel vision for Kodak Black. Like as a catchy beat, it's simple. It's something like as is you can listen to. Simple. But at the same time, I'm drawing a blank on that song. Girl, I'm done with you. And that that is a vibe song. Mm. I say you. I think you focusing on the vibes, um, word too much. Like when I say vibe, I mean as in it's a catchy beat. And I was saying as in there's vibe beats as a label. But when I mean, I mean it's catchy beats. Yeah, transport is catchy. And then Skrilla or why can't I know the name of the song? Skirt, skirt. (laughs) Yeah, skirt, skirt. That's a vibe beat and a vibe song. If you're trying to chill, smoke, drink, you know, just have a laid back type of vibe. I say that's why I say that's why I'm that's like song. y'all get confused. Like y'all confusing the word vibe with like actual vibe. When I'm talking about, I'm just talking about the beat in general as in being simple, catchy, and stuff like that. It is like, a simple beat. I say that's why I mean Ty Dolla Sign. He uses like somewhat more simple beats, and that's why I said like he's a somewhat of a vibe artist. Some artists, their entire appeal is revolves around the beats. Some artists revolves around there some people will find a middle ground where they get a catchy vibe beat or catchy beat and then a catchy lyrics some artists don't cater to that cater to that such as a day go who just yes their beats are good but it's not like they're like his, his layer is good too but see that's what we're saying why, why we're saying the radio is not the radio wants simple quick lyrics they don't want j cole <clears throat> i don't even feel like the radio want that not That's what I'm saying. That. No, let, let me pull up. I mean, I don't listen to the radio nowadays. I'm going based off back in the day when I did. Well, I just want to pull up radio, um, like top. I mean, if we're being years. honest, most of the top one hundred hits are either this. Oh God, I'm gonna sound bad. This is white girl singing the little Taylor Swift type song, or it's like a. Um, I'm trying gotcha. to think. I feel like you keep being confused, AJ, because you keep trying to make it seem like like that Soldier Boy song. That Soldier Boy song that hit number one is a catchy beat. Simple, like yeah, song. simple catchy beat. She make That's it clap, clap, clap. She make it clap. That was number one on the TikTok charts. Yes. No, it was but number one on Billboard. Yes, but yeah, Billboard tick, TikTok charts. Yeah, but that's what we're wow. saying, though. That's what we're saying. Example of a catchy beat. And AJ, just because I say that something that's catchy doesn't mean it's not good. Just because I say a lyrics are catchy doesn't mean it's. Yeah, but you keep bringing up J. Cole. Like, see, J. Cole get played on the radio. Like, can y'all say J. Cole can't play on the radio? We I'm didn't not say that he can't, can't play on the radio, I'm though. Saying, I'm not saying that he can't, but I'm saying, like, radio. <laughs> Is that? I'm losing my mind? Yes, you are. <laughs> we like, said he has catchy beats, but we're just saying that there are artists who don't go as complex as him sometimes, too. So we're saying that yeah, most like, of his work is more complex compared to others. We didn't say he has none that can't play on the radio. We're just I saying like he has Kendrick, Mar- Kendrick Lamar gets uh, plays on the radio, but like I said he doesn't make catchy beats in terms of like they're not simple, they're complex. There's not so you're not gonna hear a Kendrick Lamar song most of the time played like three times, four times in a row. It's not like it's gonna become trendy. It's not gonna become on TikTok like most of the time because well, time out. Can we actually say that given? the fact Kendra hasn't dropped since 2017. Yes, but even like, not because like, even with the TikTok thing, it's not like they're just new songs being played. There's old songs that become like trends things like that. It's songs from 1990, 1980 and stuff like that. And it just really comes down to like catchiness, how like the catchiness of the beat, catchiness of a simple lyric from the song. I mean, but, and this, and this is all stemming from J. Cole, right? This is all came from the J. Cole 
I don't know. I just, I don't know. Because like, the whole can't point run. started from um, Antonio saying he doesn't listen to J. Cole because he doesn't feel like J. Cole has immediate replay value from him. And I was saying that I kind of understand where he's coming from because J. Cole doesn't make radio records or songs that are, you know, like simple to the point where you just find yourself mumbling this one lyric back to back type thing or like a lot of the songs that you do hear on radio. So you hear on TikToks and things of that. And just to clarify too, when I said I don't listen to go back and listen, I'm saying I don't, there are albums I'll listen to for like a week straight. I don't listen to them for a week straight. I might come back like in a few weeks after a release, after I listen to it or a month or something. That's all I meant. Yeah. I'm still <laughs> confused. Okay, what are you confused about, AJ? Just like it's just it's just like a uh, Chris Brown. You you won't hear. Um, I'm trying to think of that one song. There's a song on the I think it's on Indigo. That's um, "Girl of My Dreams." Do you remember that one? Yeah. That one's not going to play on the radio. That's but "Go vibe. Crazy" will play on the radio. That's all he's really comparing. He's just saying. Yeah. Uh, the more vibe chill yet you know deeper songs that has like the deeper songs don't tend to make it to the radio that's just simple as that go crazy is catchy yes like i said that's why it's on the radio radio. that's all we're saying but i get it okay you get it for real but that's on the radio scissor on the radio okay scissor makes catchy songs scissor makes catchy songs good days is a catchy song hey that song a hit it's a catchy song. Simple beat. That's a vibe. Catchy, simple, catchy. A vibe beat can be. What's a simple about that? A vibe can be catchy, though. What? A vibe see, can be catchy, see, though. See, see, see. Okay, AJ, like, what are you confused? Because let me hear your point, bro. Okay. Donna explained that catchy and vibe are not the same. That's not my point, though. I'm, you can be catchy. <laughs> you can be a vibe. I'm not saying all that. all vibe most... is catchy, but vibe can be catchy. And more often than not, vibes are catchy because they are simple. Scissor is that song is not catchy. How about hit different? I said the beat is catchy. The beat is simple. It's a hit vibe. Different. Hit different. Hit different. Simple. Simple yeah. lyrics. Some that's catchy. Like you can find yourself just being like hit different. Like just like just remember them the lyrics to yourself. So what? Wait, what's catchy? That's a to catchy. You? What's catchy to you? I just want to see. Maybe catchy me like go crazy, where it's like the hook. <laughs> The hook, ain't nobody want to go crazy. Scissor, tied on, here different, here different. Okay, but like, I said. Scissor, Scissor, good day. I said a beat can be catchy, though. Whole song, that's the thing, a beat can be catchy, though. Like, sometimes you can hear a beat and be like, I just want to hear this beat as But that's it not is. a simple beat, though. It, it is. is. It's With not vibe. a catchy song. It's a vibe song. With the strings in the back and all that. That's not a simple beat. A simple beat, like. I think it's a heart. I, I, I say, it, I say, I, I would say that's kind of simple in a sense. Like it's not like these complex. It's not like lyric, like beat change and stuff like that. It's kind of like a simple, a singular sound that's kind of used throughout the entire song. So that's why I probably say it's simple in that nature. And if we're using the example of J Cole, I I call it complex because not only the you know multiple beats or whatever he got going all the, at once, but he does such a good job of flowing with his rapping. And yeah. that takes that takes some. Form of complexity with it, yeah, right? Kendrick it can't Lamar, be simple. Like Kendrick Lamar, his beats aren't simple most of the time. Like, like I've listened to like Kendrick Lamar's song, like it starts off like one singular sound, and eventually, as you get like deeper in, like it starts adding more and more sounds at different points in time within the song. What about DNA? Like I said well, that goes back to my point that damn, it's just probably his most 
like mainstream radio type of album. Which is why I didn't like that one as much. So what about Poetic Justice? I said, we already established that those three songs off of that album were probably the only songs that were like considered somewhat radio type. or catchy. AJ, why do you keep coming back to this point, though? We went to TikTok. We <laughs> said vibe can be catchy. Bro, vibe and catchy. Not... The thing is, look. Okay, <laughs> answer this one question for me, then we done. All right. Is Ty Dolls on catchy? He can be. Yes, yes, he can be. Has he shown as he's used constantly on radio records for hooks because he's oh. a catchy guy? I want to talk about on his album, whatever. I'm, I'm, I said Ty Dolls on, he's definitely a complex artist in the point that he switches his flow from sometimes he does deep in like, you know, deep songs where he like, it's not meant to be with radio records, it's just for his total enjoyment. And there's other songs where it's like, you could tell that this song was made specifically for the radio. Horses in the stable. Yeah. And at the end of the day, a lot of times the artists purposely pick. That, what's that? Like, most of the time, anyway. like, he Man, that's that, a like, vibe record, right? Yes, yes. Okay. I definitely vibe. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, you notice most of the time, like, most artists, those first two or three songs they put out before they put out their album, they know that those songs are what you would consider most of the time radio records, the songs that are going to be the bigger songs, the songs that's going to get replay values out of that's, them. That's why I call singles. Okay, and those what I will consider catchy most of the time, like simple beats. Like artists know what they're doing. That's why they pick those songs. Like Justin Bieber with Peaches. Like you have like these one albums, like they'll have like one or two songs that are like good and like the rest don't be bad, but like they pick those tip songs, those songs, the songs that blow up. Y'all think that's a simple beat? Huh? Y'all think that's a simple beat? It's a combination. Of, it's a combination of catchy lyrics and the beat is like somewhere in the middle ground where it's like and it's not entirely simple but it's definitely a vibe type of you know i can make and that, that and that one for and that one for me is more on like the the hook yeah okay all right I mean, it's not it's nothing wrong with either one we just you saying. can be both i know that's what i mean to say yeah, like aj trying to put somebody in the box like you can be both you can be catchy you can be a vibe and still be a radio record you can still not be have a like a catchy beat or a catchy like hooks and you can still get played in the radio and there's nothing wrong with the the simpler catchy song so j cole can be played on the radio Yes, he yeah, chooses to pick. I say he chooses the picks when he wants to make you know catchy songs, like such as he did it back when he first came out. Like, what's it called? Uh, so he uh, gotta make a catchy song to get play on the radio. No, he doesn't have to, but you could tell the difference between him like purposely making a song for the radio, such as what's the name of the song when he talks about it and let Nas down. We got a good thing. No, if I'm see you again, dun, 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 dun. But is that a good thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what was that song? <laughs> Workout. There you go. Yeah. Like at that point in time, he specifically made songs for the radio, like in that point, like workout, um, can't get enough. Like he target like that type of um, you know, flow. And he's shown he can get go in and out of that type of box. Same thing with Kendrick, same thing with Drake. That's what makes That's, him so good. Yeah. So we're not being disrespectful saying he can't be on the radio. We're just saying. You know, he chooses to make music for himself, not for the radio purposes. It can't doesn't mean that it can't be played on the radio, but it wasn't made specifically to be a radio record. That's it. So it's WAP a radio record? Yes. 
It's it's a simple catchy um beat and a catchy um lyrics from, from that's the epitome of a radio song. Yeah. So catchy lyrics, even though they bleep out <laughs> most because all people care about is the walk. That's it. Like they're the just top, saying the walk. It, that's some. I don't even think they say all that. <laughs> just the fact that they say WAP is yes, all people and, care about. And the beat is catchy too, like I said. Tony, they don't even say, I don't think they even say WAP. I sound listen to radio, so I don't know, but. I don't listen to either. But. Yeah, like <laughs> most of the time I heard it was on, on you know, TikTok and it was always the same part. That's TikTok. I mean, oh, nowadays TikTok is like a representation of like what's hot. It really is, though. Nowadays, I said just because you're on the radio doesn't mean you have to be good, though. Like, you can make it to the radio just by being catchy. It happens a lot of times. Some people. That's why you have figured out wonders. Yeah, a lot of people have figured out how to, you know, um, mess with the algorithm and stuff like that. Okay. <sighs> and a lot of times, if you're just popular on the radio, too. Yeah. I guess. Is Big Sean popular? Yeah. I don't know. He is, is he? I said he he's like, kind of in that middle ground, like where he can choose to be, and he's he's definitely like chooses that time, but he doesn't cater to like the radio type of records. I just always had specifically. I said like you can have him, and like I said, he knows how to make them, but I say he doesn't cater to them. It's not like his main focal goal. Like some artists, that's their only goal. Like you can tell by the beats they choose, the lyrics they choose. That's their goal. Well, I feel like Cardi B first album was all singles. But go ahead. Like I said, she's getting to the point where she's become more mainstream. She chooses to make radio records. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I remember her first own album, like it was definitely more like same thing with Megan Stallion. Megan Stallion, I remember her first album, like it was definitely like more songs that felt like she was making it just for herself this was her sound and i feel like nowadays she's kind of like got to a point where it sounds more like she's chasing that radio record in a sense like her flow is all over the place and it doesn't feel like it's like as controlled as prior when she first came out she had like three debut albums (laughs) but is that what you want to say bro oh no i was gonna um i know it's kind of an old album but um do y'all think big sean's last album What's his best? His best album overall? Yeah. No, no. Um, what's that? What's that other one? I, I gotta look it up. I think it was. I mean, it was up there. I now. thought, yeah, I like I thought. I thought Big Sean had fell off until I heard that album. It's good, but is it better than Hall of Fame? Yes. Name name some songs off that album. Um, that's popular. Okay, beware. I mean, I don't know which one be on the. I don't know which one be on the radio, but Sierra Leone. That was. She always gonna love me. Oh, I love that song. Ashley with Miguel. It been that long since this album came out. Which one? No, he he had Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah. No, he definitely he had um Dark Skies Paradise after that, like in twenty fifteen. Yeah. With his, that was, yeah, that was good. That was blessed. That was a hit single him and Drake. Then he teamed up with 
Metro right. Boomin on that collaboration album. That was that was, that was all right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I decided. Right, I decided. Yeah, but I'm going with Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah, I'm looking at the the song with Party Next Door was good. Okay, I came out of that. Is that, is that a song? Yeah. The one me. Play no games. I don't. Yeah, Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah, yeah. never mind. Right, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. that one there. And then, boy, that one with Kanye. I think Kanye did that beat. The one man can change the world? No, that oh, yeah. was uh, All Your Fault. That was my song. Yeah, yeah one man can change the world. All Your Fault. All Your Fault. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, that drone's crazy. All right, so yeah, it's Dark Sky's Paradise. Uh, I might have to go back and listen to that. It's been a minute. Yeah, that was a great. I might download that right now. Okay. All right. Um. Hmm. Let's go with this. Watching the movie at movie theater versus movie at home. So this is mine. Yeah. So I just thought about it because um, I haven't been to a movie theater since like, I think it was like early March 2020. And you know, HBO Max is doing that thing where they had the movies in theaters and they got the movies at home. And I don't know. I was just sitting back thinking I, I like having it at home, but sometimes I don't just because I feel like when it's at home, I kind of don't. I don't know. It's not. It's like it's not the same experience, I guess. Like, I, I think about, like, imagine if, like, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame came out at home only. Hmm. It would not have been the same <laughs> experience. Yeah. Or, or, or like, Black, Black Panther came out at home only. Yeah. Can't see Zach cry, man. Oh, yeah, I bring that up every time. My bad. I've lived in the past, AJ. Huh? I live in the past, AJ. Millions of people oh, cried. Oh, hold on. Is that, oh. you, you heard what he said? What? Uh, I'm making this point because y'all made the main ones bringing up the past, and all of a sudden, when I say it's stop living in the past, but when y'all do it, living just the past. Uh oh. Continue. Uh, <laughs> right, you want to get into this, AJ? Let's get into it. So you, you start. Well, my point of that is I commonly, you know, I have a good memory, so when I talk on stuff, it's always stop bringing up the past, but when AJ and Zach bring up stuff, it's just nothing is said, and it's just kind of like, it's made me seem like I'm the guy that's constantly bringing up old stuff, but even when we made a point to, like, stop talking about old stuff, AJ and Zach was the first people to bring up old stuff in that experience, and it, was just, it just proved the point, like... The good y'all. times. What, what is... What are you... Me and Zach talk, <laughs> we bring up the good times. <laughs> So y'all see, I bring the bad times. <laughs> you bring like stuff like it means that like hurts you or whatever hurt your feelings. Nah, I just be bringing up stuff because I be like, bro, we were in this and this stuff, and the next thing you know, it's like, dang, Dante, stop living in the past. But yeah, I bring up old stuff pertaining to me, and it's just like it is what it is. And when we be like, oh, like we made that pack, like we gonna start talking about such and such, and the next thing you know, literally a few days later, we just chilling. And I might as well talk question. about it right now. Nah. Uh. <laughs> I seen them get that get that get that few days later, and all of a sudden, like where's such and such? I'm just saying, like, bad. So I guess that pack was, you know, the end of this. Dante, I'm sorry. 
God, just some lying. Dante. Nah, just get that same energy, bro. Okay. What is happening? <laughs> we were talking about how the, um, you know, the hypocrites of being. How Zach high. was crying during the movie. <laughs> It's right. just, it's, it's nothing said, but if I was to bring that it up, it's like, dang, that's just how it's been in the past. I don't think we'll be on that. Yeah, y'all, y'all kind of would, man. Even like, just like two days ago, it was, it was a funny. Past, Dante. Who said that? Literally, just two, three days ago when I brought up the, on um, what's it called? Like, literally, when we did the meeting, like, on Wednesday. What do you say? Um, what was it? You left the meeting. No, I didn't. Yeah. Well, he came back. Oh, he came back? Yeah, he said three, two, one. <laughs> I can't remember the exact point, but it definitely was said. Mm, okay. Well, he I cried. It, it was it was a funny moment for y'all, so I'm cool with that. I'd be joking. Because <laughs> I know how much fun y'all had off that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyway. I'll let y'all know everyone else cried in the world too. I did. Yeah. I know I did. Thank Me you. Mm. Me too. We love you, three thousand Tony man. Yeah, I said right. I said a little bit right there. All right, we ain't got to bring that up, man, because that was the worst movie going experience I ever had in my life. Because I got that whole part spoiled for me. Mm. They, the day what before movie? I went to the movie. Endgame. Boy, I would have fought somebody. Ending spoiled. Oh, I was about to. I would have fought someone over that. Literally avoided looking up anything about the movie. The night before I go, mm-hmm. they they released that spoiler. Dude, I would have cried then. Yes. <laughs> so, my Black Panther movie experience was kind of trash, too, honestly. Uh, Right, hey, I, had to, I had to go. I had to go twice. I had to go a second time because the first time was so bad. Darn. The people Don't behind know. me were talking the whole time, just for the girl oh. to say, "I definitely want." What? Sure. Oh, but yeah, the girl got Michael B. <laughs> Jordan confused with um Donald Glover. Wait, what? Yeah, and it was the funniest way she got them confused too. That's crazy. She said, so it was the credits were rolling. And she said, All I know is, Mama, I'm a, I apologize for what I'm about to say. All I know is, I definitely want to fuck Donald Glover. And I was sitting here like, I had to go back in my mind. I was like, Okay, we had Chadwick Bozeman, Michael B. Jordan, Daniel Kaluuya, Winston Duke. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like, unless he was like, he had to be the most background of background characters ever for Donald Glover to be in this movie. And then her friend was like, "You trying to make it make sense?" Yeah, because I, I mean, she was so adamant that he was in that movie. So I'm sitting there like, <laughs> "Am I tripping? Did he put some makeup on us? I mean, what?" Just for her friend to say, "Are you talking about Michael B. Jordan?" She was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." What did she look like? I couldn't see her. <laughs> she was behind us and it was still dark in her eye. But she was not us, though. I do know that. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. 
Mm-mm-mm. So guys, have y'all um this is kind of like off topic. Have y'all seen Hustlers? No. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it on I which one is that? It's like one way. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah, Jennifer Lopez and Oh, with the sh- stripping, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. stripper. Yeah, I never watched it, but I know it. Yeah, I guess. Oh. Yes, because I saw half of it at the movie theater, and then the movie theater caught on fire. So it was that good. It must have been. <laughs> it's on Showtime, so you can watch it on there. Huh? It's on Did Showtime. You it? No. Oh well, Dante says it's on Showtime. Okay. Hmm. Hey AJ, so, what about our experience seeing Insidious all them oh. years ago? That now that was the worst experience I ever had in a movie theater. Worst experience I ever had. Like everybody was talking during the movie. Like everybody in the theater was talking loud. Yeah. People were throwing popcorn and candy at each other. It's one dude talking about, "Hey y'all, shut up! My baby trying to sleep." In the middle of the Whoa. movie now. Yeah. People threatening to to fight. It got to the point where they paused the movie. Like they paused it in the movie theater, turned the lights on. And the manager came out talking about, um, if we hear one more complaint, we're going to kick all y'all out with no refunds. Hey. Hey. I've had some experience somewhat like that. Like, not in the same sense of, like, getting trying to kick out, but, like, just, like, a wild, like, environment. Because when I, in high school, when I played football, it was a common thing, like, one game out of the year. If we knew we had to drive up to, like, an area such as Charleston, which is, like, an hour, or, like, you know, Charleston, any area that's, like, hour, two and a half hour drive stuff, we just kind of, like, take the rest of the day off, go off, leave around like 11 something, go to the movie, just go to the mall and just chill. And like, you know, it was just a wild experience, like having like the whole football team in like, like in the, you know, movie theater, everybody just talking for no reason, just random outbursts and stuff. So from that standpoint, I'd rather watch the movie at home, but something can be said about certain movies. You just, it's just better when you go to a movie theater to see it. Right. Like, I wish I would have saw King Kong versus Godzilla in the movies. Yeah. That would have been a better experience for sure. I'll be honest. I probably would have liked the movie more if it was in the theater. I, yeah. When I was at home, when I was at, yeah, because when I was watching at home, I didn't particularly like it. But I think it was because I was here and I didn't watch, like, the movies before it. I just watched it because, you know, it was on HBO Max. Um, yeah, but. And I feel like if I was actually to go to a theater and see all the action and actually sit down and have nothing else to distract me and just yeah. watch it, I would have probably would liked the movie better. Yeah, like me personally, AJ and Dante can attest to this. For certain movies, I got to see it in IMAX. Like we drove how far it was, like maybe an hour and a half just to go to Wilmington. Hour and 40 to Wilmington yeah. for an hour, two hours to Charleston the first exactly. time for Avengers. Cause that can't yeah, see a regular movie. Yeah, I mean, but after y'all saw it, like it's different, right? Seeing it IMAX versus a regular, yeah, movie, like it just does something to it. I said for me personally, I like to be immersed within, like you know, like movies. So you know, yeah. like the sound, the quality, and then like just like the atmosphere afterwards. Like it's just hit different when like the late night drives home and stuff. Just like being up to literally like, like you know, embark on like what you just seen and stuff like that, and like really take it in. Like, not like the distractions from outside, um, you know, environment stuff. Yeah. And the that's popcorn. What, Shit, yeah, like, I missed that the most. That's the one that I probably said I missed the popcorn. It's just delicious. And I don't know they be using it for that salt, but hit different. 
Yeah, but that's why probably so I've taken steps towards like at my house, like just trying to like really like get that full experience out of like that with like you know going as far as buying speakers and stuff like that and like looking into TVs and things because that's definitely something I took like enjoy like the quality of like a good movie. Yeah, the uh, soundbar. Sonos. I'm already past that point, AJ. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like that's one thought price I didn't want to get a sound bar because I enjoyed the idea of having like actual sound system where I can like build upon and stuff like that. Just like switch things out if you know every anything ever becomes obsolete and, and like maybe like essentially move it to like another room and stuff like that. True. All right. Um that what's this one million dollar scenario? Um, this can be something quick. I just want to get y'all's input on what would you do if you won a million dollars? So I guess everyone can just go on down the line. What's first? I guess uh, I'll, um, buy, buy a house, couple cars, and invest. Good, good, good yeah, choices. Go, go from there. Make sure those cars appreciate. I'm gonna have three smart cars. <laughs> the little small ones. <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have a Kia. Yeah, I have a Kia. Acura. <laughs> Boy. Toyotas. Everything. Balling on the budget. I respect that. Well, you know, that house going to be crazy, though. Donna? Yeah. <laughs> Why I got to go next? All right, Zach. All right, Tony. Dante. Whoever. Um, okay, okay, y'all want me to choose? <laughs> I'm say Donna, let's go by age. Donna's the second youngest, so she'll go. I'm the second youngest. Yeah. Cat. It's okay. A beauty before age. Um <laughs> I would I'm with AJ on buying a house. I pay off all my debt. Um Jeez. Uncle Sam gonna have to catch me. <laughs> I'd um I'd invest also, start a business. Yeah, you know, look out for my peoples yeah. just enough though because people be trying to leech, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. got to play it smart. Yeah, I pick Zach. So, yeah, um, I would do a lot of investing for sure because I've learned more about that now compared to back then. Um, definitely would buy a house, multiple houses, would get into to real estate. Yeah. Do that for sure. Um, might do something with technology. I don't know what, but try to get into that field. And build that Iron Man suit. Yeah. <laughs> so you, so you yeah. Got I'm about to say, Zach, you're going to be in debt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, all right, yeah. Keep the dream alive, man. All right, Dante, Dante, Tony, which one? I can go, I guess. All right. Um, so pretty much the same thing everybody else was saying. I'd buy a house. Um, I would invest. Um, uh, the only difference I have from everybody else, I would create a. Uh, I've always wanted to create this foundation. Um, in memory of my cousin. Today is actually the 10-year anniversary of his death. Mm. Um, and so the foundation would pretty much um, help support kids in underprivileged um, areas with um, having places to go to participate in sports. Um, mm. So essentially it'd be, what I would want to do is be able to create like summer camps, recreation centers, and things like that in these areas that don't have it try to help the kids because I'm a big thing on um, extracurriculars specifically in those areas where a lot of the extracurriculars are like you know dealing drugs and things like that um <laughs> and so I'm big on getting kids off the streets and doing something so my cousin loved to play sports so I figured that'd be a good way to do it so that's good so yeah last but not least definitely at least but okay um as for like the whole um thing like the whole like buying a house I mean, it's a good idea, but I don't know if I will do that only because it's a it's a big commitment, and I don't know where I would exactly settle down at if I was to buy a house. Like, where would y'all buy a house at? Where is the cheapest? The Houston? thing about that is, though, <laughs> so, come on, are you buying like, it to live in or like selling? Oh, living, living. Okay, so where would that be? Houston. Yeah, cheap. I already knew. Mm-hmm. Right. Whoa. AJ, I mean not AJ, but Zach, Donna, where y'all live? Well, if I bought a house initially, it it probably would have to be here because whenever, you know, I'm not gonna get into all that. But I feel like I understand what y'all are saying about Houston because I do like the idea of moving, and Houston actually has crossed my mind too. But if I wanted one to specifically be in South Carolina for like family and things like that, I would probably go with Columbia because they really they have a lot of houses that aren't very expensive there either. Definitely somewhere by uh, close by the water, not really on the water, but close. I'll probably say, um, obviously, the investment part, that's definitely one of those things where I'll definitely get into. Um, Obviously, I, I don't know if I would entirely stop working. Like, I'll probably take the time off to get, like, you know, some certifications, things like that, because obviously, a million dollars, it's, it's definitely a, a good amount of money, but it's definitely not, like, not you can retire on, unless you're, mm. like, you really spend it wisely. I say you, you really got to make movements after the fact of that. It's not like cause you can get a million right now and just be like, all right, I'm good for the rest of my life type stuff. Yeah. I said, if you use it properly, then, yeah, so I probably, I might take some, you know, exam, get some certifications and stuff like that. I probably say another um, thing I heard about, commonly talked about, is, like, you know, buying duplexes and stuff, so. I might possibly get into that. Sure. Like you can or, get that for like cheap and then like live there for like I think I think it's like two, three years and then after that, you know, you you know, get a loan, just sell it off and it's you know, get profit off of the rooms or you having that. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, uh, right, a new subject out of the blue. Yeah, right. Apparently Jake Paul just signed with Showtime for with a multi fight deal. So mm-hmm. 
So let me ask y'all this. Is he trying to be a for real boxer now at this point? Like, I, I don't know. Right? I mean, I, th- I was just at parts yeah. of time, I feel like he does, but like the antics, like it's, it's just like too much at times where it's like, I don't know how serious he is. No, this is this is a money move. No, he's definitely serious at this point. Which but, is the one that fought Nate? Is that Jake or Logan? I get them confused. Logan. Jake. No, he's talking about Nate. It was Jake who fought Logan. Oh, you said Nate. I mean, oh. Jake who fought Nate. God. Yeah, Nate. I thought okay. he said Mayweather. And Logan's fighting Floyd. Mayweather. Yeah, he brought KSI. Okay. Now he's fighting Mayweather. Okay. I, I get them confused. All right. Jake is better than Logan. Logan. Well, again, I don't, honestly, I don't know. Well, I, I first of all, it's going to be easy for Floyd. Logan don't even keep his hands up. Yeah, but you're talking about who's the better boxer. Like, we we going off a sample size of a fight that happened like two, three years ago. Who? Um, Jake just had a fight. I'm talking about, but you said um, Jake okay. is better than Logan. Now you talk about Logan's skill, which is, like I said, a fight that happened two or three years ago. It was horrible. He had two fights. No, he only had one. No, he, he, no, he, he had he, two. He two fought KSI, KSI fight. Yeah. Twice. Oh, he only fought once. You fought him twice, Dante. Him twice. You gonna put some money on it? Yeah, I put five dollars. Okay. Cash up. Yep. <laughs> Give me my money. But yeah, um, he's serious. But it's I think some of the, the real boxers are starting to um speak out on how he's diluting the boxing world and name just by how he came over compared to how some dudes be out there training grinding hard every day and they're not getting that same shot that he's getting. Oh yeah, they just mad. Well, they, but he they Jake, mad about Jake, that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. But but yeah, Jake and Logan had a following like these boys bringing in millions of followers. So of course Showtime, HBO or whoever is going to back them up. Because them same followers from YouTube are going to pay that pay- pay-per-view price or whatever. And that's how, I mean, it's, it's all about money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard about, um, they got YouTubers versus TikTokers. Yeah. Y'all saw the press conference? Yeah. Watch the clips. Oh, man. I'm going to watch. I know, um. Actually, you fighting some dude. Yeah, Nate um, Wyatt yeah. or Watson or something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And, uh, who's the other one? Uh, uh, Jake. Austin? Yeah, Austin, Austin Mahomes. There you go. Not Mahomes. <clears throat> Not Mahomes, but Austin, Austin Moon. McBroom. Yeah, Austin McBroom versus, um, what's his name? <laughs> Bryce. Bryce? Bryce? Yeah, Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tyler Holder versus, I can't remember who. Vinny Hacker versus Deji on KSI's younger brother. They Pontiac in there too. Yeah, DDG versus um Nate Wyatt. Oh yeah. So I think that'll be interesting. Blockchain yeah. itself is really being more exploited now these days. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised you can make a quick meal off of uh, right. one minute, do it. <laughs> like a one round fight potentially, or twelve rounds really. Keep it moving, and plus, it's one of those games. It's one of those things you can really rig the thing. So there's that. You can knock me out on television. Shit. I don't care. <laughs> Just show me that check afterwards. Hey, five dollars. 
I said check, not cash, boy. <laughs> oh, they gonna give you check with five dollars. Nah. <laughs> These hands worth millions. <laughs> I can't take myself seriously saying that. <laughs> man. I say who paying the bill? Oh man. That'd be so funny. Oh, him a check for five dollars. I'll fight them for real. Bet I won't lose that one. Y'all never has somebody wrote um <laughs> somebody wrote one of my family members a 28 cent check. <laughs> Man, you even cash out like isn't like a you know like a a fee or something? Twenty eight money. money. <laughs> I'm saying like when you leave me a fee, like will you even make any money off of that check? No, you won't. I'm just imagining writing twenty eight cents on a check. That's it's, petty, man. Yeah, it, it's still sitting. Uh, Ain't no need to. Just find a quarter and three pennies and rip it up. <laughs> and you'll be good. Paid in yeah. full. <laughs> Paid in full. Got your money. All right. Dang, we almost had two hours, right? Just about. Probably so. Thanks. Um, no, not really. Yeah. Like, probably an hour and. Oh yeah, we didn't start until probably like seven like forty-five, seven fifty. Yeah. So probably like an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty. All right. Um. Real quick, what type of drunk are you? I'm chill. Psych. <laughs> be honest, Zach. Be honest. Yeah. Well, we know. right now I'm chill. Back in the day, it was something else. I don't even know if that's the case because we definitely seen a you know example a few pods ago. That was me chilling. <laughs> if I could still talk and walk, I'm chill. Let's just say Zach was a wild one back in the day, back in his heyday. Now yeah. he more chill. He was late to the party, had to, you know, make up for catch the lost up. times. Yeah. And boy, did I catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm like a chill drunk too. Fun, uh, fun. You just I don't know because got... you switch between like your fun side and your asshole side. So yeah, sometimes it makes you more from experience. <laughs> that is what? very true. What? Whatever I say, Dante. I was hoping. I'm, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about in general though. Like you switch more between an asshole and like some like you just on your regular chill, um, you know, type of vibe. Oh, fun to me. <laughs> I ain't hurt nobody feeling. Mm. But Zach, we used to go back and forth. I never told you I cried after. <laughs> <laughs> <That'll> probably. <laughs> uh, it might be one of Zach thirteen reasons. You about to say something? <laughs> wow, Dante! That yeah, that, that, that's deep. It's not even funny. Come on, now. no, <laughs> that is not funny. That is wild. But um, okay. Everybody else, what type of drunk y'all? I don't know. Well, well, let me use Tony. No, I I can do I can do Donna and Tonyo. I can do you too, AJ. You already did, okay. AJ. Now it's y'all turn. Okay, AJ be turning up too. Now, don't let AJ fool y'all. We, we know AJ's turning up. 
That may be drinking well, wine in the podcast, bro. It's, it's not like we don't know this. <laughs> it's your turn, bro. Donna. I just, you know, I just be chilling, having a good old time. Um, I think I laugh a lot. Um, keep your comments to yourself. <laughs> um, I'm just the life of the party, but I'm like that any other day. So, okay. you know, that you had that, Tony. Thank you, Tony. You say you don't know. Tony actually, I don't really. Exactly, he life of a party too. I remember one instance when I first met him. Yeah, all right, Dante. Yeah, I don't remember that, but sorry. I'm sorry. Hitting that jungle juice. (laughs) I think I know that story. You were there. Okay, okay, making sure. I mean. she yeah, was I, don't, I don't remember Donna being there. I don't think she was there. Yeah, I think I, I was there after the I, I didn't meet Donna until like, yeah, I didn't meet I Donna like junior year, senior year. Maybe it was a... Yeah, because I met I Donna like after FaceTime before summer. <laughs> <laughs> Donna was there. Well, she was in Columbia. She, maybe y'all didn't see her, but I remember she was in Columbia. I remember that because I did see her. Oh, after. Dante. I poked my head in. I was there. I didn't sleep at, you know, what's the name, crib, like y'all, so that could be a fact. We went to um, slept at Maya place. Yeah, like I said, that's I didn't do that. So that's probably why. That was geeky. Oh, <laughs> that was <laughs> that job was funny, man. It was like four of us there. I was still going to Kels. Y'all was all in the same room. Yeah, I think I slept on the bed, and everybody else slept on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I was not trying to deal with me. <laughs> that was. Was Dante like? We didn't talk to wait in in Antonio. Well, we talked, okay. Antonio. We yeah. talked about Antonio, but not really. Life of the party. Um, good time. Yeah. Good time. Yeah. Good time. Okay. And and Dante. Dante. For one, I'm a bigger guy, so I'm not gonna get drunk as easily as a lot of other people in this, you know, thing. So there's that. And two, I've never really, I never really just been drunk at all. Like, and even when I do drink, most of the time I'm just. I'm always a quiet person, as is at most parties. So there's that. I've become overly aware of my body, so I, I, it's hard for me, like, really, like, get outside of myself and, like, really, you know, react from like drinking in a sense. In other words, he's never been drunk. <laughs> I say I have drunk a lot, but it's just like I'm, I'm yeah. like two ten, six foot. Like I saw sports. him. I mean, he, I saw him drink a lot, but he was fine. Like. I say like I'm just a bigger guy, so it doesn't really affect me in the same sense. And I become overly aware, like I feel like my body getting hotter and things like that. Ooh. So yeah, like you know, when you get drinking, you like your body swarms up and stuff. Like I can I'm you just become overly aware of that stuff, and it's just kind of hard for me to get outside of myself to really like react to that type of things. Cause I definitely have moments moments where I, I can feel it, but it's just like you feel it coming. Yeah, like it's, it's more even like feel it coming, it's it's kind of like I'm on the edge of it, but it's just like I'm so inside of myself in terms of like being aware of like how I feel that it's like hard for me to really just like immerse into it. I mean immerse into it. Well, we gonna get you drunk at our just vibing park podcast party whenever that drops. Yes, sir. Honestly, I don't know if I will ever really get drunk just because of like the way I am as an individual. I don't like relying on others and you know like you know being drunk is like a very vulnerable type of situation. I can't I don't know if I can really get myself to that point in life. 
He said, Vaughn. Yeah, I was talking about when you drunk, you really got to rely on your friends to like really like look out for you, make sure you get where you're going. Well, we don't want you to be blackout. We're not trying. Yeah, I just said drunk. I ain't <laughs> say black though. Just feel it in your head a little bit. Laugh, smile. You'll never smile. Yeah, Dante. Even then, I don't feel what like it would happy? affect me though. You said what? What makes you happy? Zach said you don't ever smile. Smile. It's not that I don't smile. It's just that I have a very neutral face. Very nonchalant person in general. So. Yeah, me too, Dante. It's okay. Right. You don't. We're just our own people. You're not. You're not. Dare to be different. You're, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> he was shutting all that down. Yeah, I don't know what I did to him. What, we just need to be I'm just saying you're not. Me and you. We just be chilling. You're not nonchalant, though. In the cut. Yeah, you're, not, you're not chill. You're not nonchalant. All right, I got one more topic. Let's put y'all in a little scenario. All right, all right. Okay. The UFOs come tomorrow. <laughs> they hit the White House. Sirens going off everywhere. Everything on the news. They tell you, Ryan. They tell you get away. What y'all doing? I come in peace. Okay. I find AJ since AJ is you all knowing about this alien stuff. You finally came to get me. Okay, Zach and Donald gonna be the first one getting blasted. So I'm, I'm pulling on AJ since AJ said he's all knowing on this situation. So I'm putting on a Star Trek outfit. But, but let me ask this though: this song. What else can we do? If they are the, as scientifically advanced as we think they are, based on movies and stuff. What else can we do? Y'all ain't got no bunker? Dang. Shit. They gonna be able to find me bunker. Can't get in my bunker. I'm gonna put E.T. on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) E.T. can't say. What if, like, y'all see one Ooh, you know what this just made me think of? No. A couple days ago, did y'all get the alert that said that 911 wasn't working? No. It was only in our county. Oh. Aliens? So they wouldn't have gotten it. One They, <laughs> <laughs> they changed the number. <laughs> hey, they changed the number. Oh, you had tight one one nine. Oh man. Okay. So, seemed like nothing we could do. Okay, like that. Okay, let's go with zombie apocalypse. Sure. Just, uh, just wrap up. That's all you can do. It really depends. If, is, is there any chance of a cure? Because if it's not, then I might just be like, fuck it and just give up. Like, oh, that's not that's not really a life to live, in my opinion. Like, you can do it. The Walking Dead. How many of them? Legend of um Will Smith. I mean, I am legend. I, yeah, that doesn't like a promise <laughs> to live. Like I said, if there's a chance of a cure, then sure, I will try. I would about to say Legend of Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> that's Legend of Will Smith. <laughs> if it's a chance, okay. I try. But if, if there's no chance of possible, like all the scientists have been killed off first and foremost, like I'm probably just like, you know what? Fuck it. Ain't no point. Yeah. Which world is it? Is it I am Legend of Zelda world or is it Walking <laughs> <laughs> Dead world? Um, well, I feel like both. Honestly, I like more the I am Legend. Yeah, that's fine. I was trying to survive <laughs> in that world. Yeah. Because I'm going to dance. Aren't those zombies to... smarter though? No, but they only come at night. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. You know exactly what time of day because he had it time. Yeah. 
And then if you had like a if you have a squad or whatever and you got the you all loaded up and stuff, I'll survive better than that word then. Walking Dead, were they were they slow? Like walk slow or whatever? I don't think oh. so. They're slow. Oh, oh okay. I, I, I mean they're slower than I'm legend. Quick. I know I'm land, they were kind of fat. They yeah, jumped they slower than that. Or maybe it's like zombie land. That'll be fun. I don't care. <laughs> but you know, we gonna make a way. The Jeep already set up, so you know. Out of gas, what's next? <laughs> hey, who's gonna work the pipelines? Y'all push. Shit. I'll tell you, but it can't man. By then. What you mean? I ain't gonna even be at JG. EJ, you know, he got his whole family to think about. I doubt we gonna make the cut. You're right. Okay. You're right. What we do, Dante. Dante, you don't want to come. That's all you have. Hey, so you have how many seats in your car? Well, He's like, don't play with me. Counting the back, I can probably get not eight or nine. You can do ten. Someone like to tell somebody left. Well, I Maybe can take 20. off. The, I can take off the top. Nigga, they can jump on top then. Y'all better shoot. <laughs> yes, so AJ, his mom, nieces and nephews, probably his dad, brothers. That's already like you fitting all in the next truck. I thought AJ gonna be like, you gotta get out. <laughs> Look, what we're gonna do? With everybody get in the Jeep, okay? <clears throat> what I'm gonna do for y'all? I'm gonna get y'all them. Um, I don't know which um. Thing we gotta go to, but they got the G 390, 392s. Those super fast, man. Y'all give me those? a track hawk. Okay, they gotta you know, put some armor on and stuff. But that can work. Turn my car into how the car was in the Green Hornet. I'll be straight. Okay. Yeah. We can make a way, man. So I just don't see myself making the cut, of AJ. You know, Jeep and things. Because why do you think that? Why are you thinking negative? Why you think you can't just, make it? Just think the simple fact of you got your mom, you got your dad, you got your little cousins, you got your nieces and nephews, you got a brother. Put them in jeeps. I and then you have to think trust. about your friends that had came before me. Like, so you're not know. my friends. I said my your friends that came before me. Like, obviously, Look, there's levels. We're gonna make of a friends, way. and I, I don't know where I ranked in that level on your friend list. So, yeah. You want me to oh, Dante. You? I hope it don't come to this because everyone knows. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just being a logical person. Like, what you want me to be like, yeah, bro, we're gonna get in the Jeep together, we're gonna ride. Nah, it's not that simple, man. And then it's the simple. time comes, but you said next thing you know, bro. Got a yeah, but... truck full. He already got like two nieces and nephews in the truck. He's like, bro, I can't. I'm sorry. And I'm just saying, like, I understand. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna trip about it. It is what it is, man. All of a sudden, you got those friends you went to college with, went to high school with. You got to think about. I went to college with you. I said, but I'm talking about the friends from high school to college and things like that. Everybody can come. Me. Yeah, like Donna probably gonna make before me. Mike might make a cut before me. There's DeAndre, Antonio, (laughs) Jamar, Marcus. Dante, we'll find a place for you. Just draw everybody's name. Just draw everybody's name. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. Where, are these, where are these guys in the situation? Like, where do I make the cut at? Like, this is simple as that. 
One we'll thing for tie someone. you to the top. Dante, find a boat. Come on now. <laughs> like, <laughs> you'll be there, Dante. Even if it's on a hitch, being dragged. Nice. The hitch. That. that girl said again. He'll dragged. make it. Yeah, no, I mean like on a trailer. You know uh, how like people got the trailers they can add to the cars. I've only scarred. Sitting up. comfortably. Can't we just deal with sitting comfortably? That's what I said. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody has their own. Everybody get a Jeep. What car? Then we care much for I me. Mean, well, what keys? I mean, if you want a car at the shop. It's... You can steal a truck at that point. So y'all not hot work because um yeah, all y'all gonna be searching people for their keys while they did like essentially for the zombies. I'm pretty sure they got all the keys just hung up at one place. Yeah, for all you know, that's probably in some type of security. I doubt they'll hang some keys up so them to be like you know potentially stolen. Well, you know what? Then I'm gonna go ahead and Google how to steal car keys out of a dealership. I doubt they just got seven in the dealership because it'd be so simple for somebody to just come up and <laughs> break the glass and they just steal the keys just like that versus like having them locked up in a safe or something like that. Real quick. Right. Huh? Real quick. Y'all were transforming. What car will y'all turn into? Or Probably truck? Hellcat. Okay. Tesla. A Beetle. I'm joking. <laughs> toy, toy. <laughs> okay. Tesla. Which Tesla? Any? Any. Okay. Because I'm unique. Ooh. I'd be a tank. Okay. I'll be a Ferrari. I think... Uh... I'd be a G. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't hear you. All girls are yell. You said roll out. Autobots. <laughs> I might okay. go with... Yeah, moped. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Heck no. Oh, I bought a transfer to some Heelys. I'm out. <laughs> that was a horrible joke. Damn, I was doing so good. This episode. That was horrible. <laughs> hey, cut that. Nah, we're leaving it in. Oh, oh, it ain't nothing to cut. Oh, I think I'll man. go with it. I might go with Lamborghini. <laughs> She said, "Boy, no, you not. You was an no." He said, "No, you not." <laughs> it was a that's all time possessed. What that what that dog got going? That's how possessed over there. Just hyper. He woke up from his nap. Speaking of Transformers, they're coming back with a reboot again. Wait, Bumblebee don't count. Well, I don't know if they're going to continue that universe. I hope that they would, but I know they're working on like another film collectively with all of them again. Oh, that we have Zach be cast as you know the lead role, black representation for they should just leave humans out, period, for transformers at this point. What you mean they're living on Earth, so there's some type of humans. No, it should be focusing more on Cybertron. I mean, they could do a bunch see, of storylines on there. They're gonna have to pass humans at some point, and I feel like you should be in that movie a background character as case. I'm good, man. Background character. Man, you're the background. I'm not That's a it. background. I'm, I'm front and center. Okay, then. You can be front and center, man. It's time for our songs of the week. Okay, song of the week. <laughs> song of the week for me is probably his and hers. That's what's hard. 
That was hard. Um, what song did I say? Hold on. Did he put that back in bud? Okay. I'm going with um his name is I don't know if y'all heard of him, but Blast. But it's B L X S T. He got a song called um Be Alone. And he dope. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, "Addicted" by uh, Georgia Smith. Mm. Didn't she drop an album? Yeah, it's on the album. Okay. All right, Donna, Donna, Donna. Um, Ice Cold yeah. by K Camp. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, yes. yeah, that's that, a good yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably go with. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time. I why y'all say? Why y'all say it like that though? Cause it's, it's I remember when it first came out. That shit fire, ain't it? Yeah. I ain't listen to that, man. All right, Dante, go ahead. Go Sorry. listen to it. All right, Dante. I'll probably go with um Shadas, aka Lala. Money bag, yo. La la, da la, da la, shada. Ha ha. That song, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice piece. Okay. All right. It's time for our movie slash show of the week. TV movie show. or TV show? Uh, Just started week. Snowfall. It's good. I'm happy for y'all. I'm finally embarking this journey. Yeah. I'm still on it. I got it. I ain't watching it, but I'm gonna watch it. All right, I'm gonna do without remorse. Okay, I finally watched it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Damn, what am I gonna do? Either this is a um. I guess this is an old movie. Yeah, it's old. It's called Black or White. I just watched it on Netflix. It was really good. Touching. Well, real good movie. The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. I saw an episode of that. It looked really good. And movie is Hustlers because I'm going to watch that tonight at uh, uh, Showtime. All right, don't say. Uh, let me see real quick. I'd have to watch a movie recently. I just can't remember what it was. I might go with Jarhead because I just watched that recently. White Man Can't Jump and One Piece. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Y'all still watch All American? That's I, 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 I watch it after season two. I'll probably make watch it once season three gets something that something, but as of now, I'm not, I'm not really checking for it. I'm not cut up, but is it good? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was this episode was I remember it. Zach, you saw it? Yeah, I watched it today. Oh. Damn, boy. I don't know, man. I just feel like it's been, um, I don't know, man. Jordan and that whole situation, like, bro. Don't say nothing now. You're all right, yeah. Yeah, them two. <laughs> like, who, like, who does that in high school? Come on now. You don't know, get married? Or is it something else? 
don't know what you're talking about. So, damn, I won't say nothing. Antonio know that part? Oh, I didn't know. I don't care about blurring. You don't care about me, though. That's crazy. I ain't say nothing. That's why I'm about to play dumb. I'm joking. I don't care. I, I watch the show regardless of the spoilers. Well, Spencer plays basketball now, Dante. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that. Is that true? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I just oh, told you about my in-game experience. I don't need no spoiler. Yeah, that that's a lie. That boy dropped thirty this past episode. <laughs> that would be something that show would do though. With the Besides, bad shoulder, <laughs> he doesn't want to play football no more because of an injury in his dad. His his love's not there anymore because his pop's gone. So he just starts to get talents to basketball. Yep. All right, All right everybody. everybody. It's episode five of the podcast. Halfway to ten, long way to go. Um, our versus episode, episode number two, where we talk about the Disney songs that's out right now. Everything Apple. Spotify, Google, all this stuff. Um, And wait till next week for more. Just vibing.